Alright guys, what is up and welcome back to the Ready Player Lift podcast, a show about gains and games. I'm your host Milo and welcome to season two. If you are a repeat listener, thank you for following me on this journey. And if you're new here, please don't forget to subscribe and share. Okay, so before we begin, I want to take the time to give a special shout out to our latest supporters. Thank you, Nicole, Christian, and Jordan. Your support for our humble show means everything to us. We can't wait to get the items to you. We hope the items fit just right. We hope you're happy with them. We hope you get questions about it, like what is this? What is this about? And we really appreciate everything that you do for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, and special shout out to Jordan, who has his very own YouTube channel called Jafer. Check out his channel and subscribe, please and thank you, for informative keyboard and mouse reviews. And also, feast your eyes on an awesome neon kind of aesthetic. So, great work, dude. I really like what you're doing. The camera work is awesome. The editing is awesome. The lighting is awesome. I know you're going to go really, really far. You're doing great already, so keep up the good work. Season 2, Episode 1, Raise the vibration. Okay, so do you feel it? A sense of optimism? I do, and that's why I've decided to flip a switch and open the show as part of an all-new season. If you are a listener in the U.S., then you're well aware that things are getting better here. We're obviously not quite out of the woods yet, but there's a sense that we're back on track to having a feeling of normalcy. This ties back to my earlier episodes where I basically said to keep up the faith and stay on track with your goals. Now that we're here, where do we go from here? Well, as your host, I'm proud to continue this journey with you and help keep you motivated. I keep thinking to myself, where do we go from here? Over the last few months, I feel we have taken an amazing direction, so I'm happy to keep driving this vehicle for you all. On this episode, I want to bring up a recent trend I've noticed, and it's basically the idea that being positive can be perceived as a bad thing. You might have seen the trendy hashtag floating around on social media by the label of, quote, toxic positivity, end quote. And it's become this meme that basically pokes fun at highly positive or highly motivated people. This one personally impacts me because I feel it can be misinterpreted big time and I'd like to at least share my thoughts on it. From my understanding on a basic level, it basically means according to California-based psychiatrist Jayani De Silva, MD, quote, Toxic positivity can be described as insincere positivity that leads to harm, needless suffering, or misunderstanding, end quote. Margaret Seedy, New York Board Certified Psychiatrist, MD, said, quote, We are being bombarded with ideas about how this time should be used to write a novel, learn a new language, and find our zend and that we are somehow failing if we are not doing these things, end quote. I get it. It's not all rainbows and sunshine out there, but when has it ever been great? 
You can go back to any point in history and there has always been suffering or despair. When England was getting bombed by the Germans in World War II, nobody wanted to hear someone get out there and say, good vibes only, or it could be worse. However, when times are down, does it hurt to have someone tell you to hang in there? Or in Winston Churchill's case, quote, if you're going through hell, keep going, end quote. At what point did we become so bothered by positivity and motivation? Let me tell you this right now. There will be a time in your life where you are misunderstood or misinterpreted, and that's okay. I made this show and will continue to create for you, the listener, because I strongly believe that there's no one out there looking out for the average person. Who's looking to the younger generation of gamers out there and telling them it's okay to be yourself? It's okay to play video games and have an interest in fitness. You want to lose a little bit of weight or you want to put on some muscle? Awesome. Let me help you get your mind right so you can get there. Ask yourself, do I actually feel guilty sometimes for being happy? If the answer is yes, then I challenge you to simply keep doing you. If others look at you and see you try to make the most of things and be positive in your own way and don't like it, then that is quite literally their problem. If people around you don't like your positive vibes or the fact that you're working hard at something that makes you happy, well, then they can change the fucking channel. You're going to piss a lot of people off when you start doing what's best for you. Bettering yourself will make others reflect on themselves, and most of the time, they don't like what they see. Those that truly care and matter will not turn their backs to you. In fact, they will be your number one supporters. Something to think about. So, on this week's episode, I wanted to start a fun segment called 20 Years Later, and I'm going to be celebrating certain games or media that came out in 2001 and are now two decades old. My first pick on this episode is Silent Hill 2 for the PlayStation 2. Keep in mind, these are casual, fun write-ups where I basically reflect on my own memories with these games or media as I remember experiencing them. Let's have some fun and let's get it started. It's the year 2001. It's September. The United States is currently reeling back from the devastating attacks that took place in New York on 9-11. On September 24th, 2001, Silent Hill 2 is released in North America. I was roughly 15 years old at the time Silent Hill 2 came out. I remember purchasing Silent Hill 2 and not knowing what to expect. Just that Silent Hill 1 was one of the most terrifying experiences I've had in a video game and probably is responsible for the nightmares I have to this day. I brought home my copy opened 
the package and immediately knew I was in for a different but strangely familiar and comforting experience. You see, as funny as it is, Silent Hill 2 reminds me of better days. Sure, the United States was on fire, but that familiar strum of Akira Yamaoka's guitar reminded me that this was the true next-gen experience of a series I had learned to fear. Immediately, I am made aware that this game was different. The main character is different and doesn't seem to be related to the first game at all. In a way, it seemed like a spin-off or a side story. As I progressed into the game, I began to feel that dread that I was looking for. To summarize the plot of the game, you are James Sunderland, who has arrived in the town of Silent Hill. James received a letter from his wife, Mary, despite the fact that she died from a chronic disease roughly three years prior. In the letter, Mary claims she is waiting for James in their special place, which confuses James as the whole town of Silent Hill was their special place. Despite the strangeness of the letter, James decides to head to the town to check it out. I can't and I won't give the rest away, but if you're listening to this and haven't had a chance to play this or have avoided spoilers for 20 years, then I definitely recommend you check this one out. This game is known for having some of the best and more creative storytelling in a survival horror game, and it's also remembered for its, we'll call it, creative character design, which seemed to manifest from James's psyche or past. The game is also remembered for having the popular bad guy, Pyramid Head, yes that's a name, it's true, who actually has an interesting origin in the story and is known for his iconic, massive, pyramid-shaped head, <laughs> not making this up, and was also featured in the Silent Hill movie, which I actually kind of liked. The soundtrack to the game, as I mentioned, is top-notch, and the story will bother you for days after you read some of the theories. Silent Hill 2 will always remind me of those late nights in my room, with the lights off and the control to the TV volume very close by. When things got too scary or intense, I remember muting the TV as a way to turn down the intensity of the scares. At some points, I remember having to shut off the system entirely without even bothering to save because it was just so intense. If you can get your hands on this game, please get it on the original hardware that is the PlayStation 2 if you can. Konami is very well known for their bad remastered version of this game, which was not remastered at all. Okay, so that was uh, a quick write-up for Silent Hill 2, which I, I could say more, but I won't, because if I do, it's kind of going to give 
the story away. Um, I hope you enjoyed my write-up for this game 20 years later as much as I enjoyed creating it. It gives me a chance to really look back and remember how I felt around the time this media was released. On next week's episode, I have another great piece of media in mind, but I think I'll save it as a surprise. I'm really liking this and it's a lot of fun for me, so I hope you like it too. Please come back and check it out. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening and taking a walk down memory lane with me. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tell a friend about the Ready Player Lift movement. More episodes, more good vibes, and more gaming and media news will be coming. Stay safe out there and remember that nature is healing. It's really just a matter of time before we can get out there and really hammer out some content for you guys. We have a lot of things in mind, definitely uh, vlogging. We want to get out there, we want to travel, we want to make some cool videos for you. Um, speaking of videos, head over to JFlow Entertainment after you listen to this episode for a trailer of my partner Jarrell's new short series called Going Nowhere. Jarrell was hit with a Rona, so in his spare time locked in, he was able to put the series together all by himself. Of course, best wishes to Jarrell and here's hoping to the best possible speedy recovery to you, sir. Yeah, hopefully there's no, you know, long-term issues, but knowing you, you're probably going to be fine. Ready Player Lift will be back for more Season 2 episodes. If there's anything from the year 2001 that you'd like us to pay homage to, please tell us in the comments or DM me directly over at Instagram. We'd love to have more interaction from our listeners and I'd like to remind everyone that I respond almost immediately to anyone that writes me. I love to engage with you all, so message me at any time and I promise I will respond as soon as possible. Thank you for listening. I hope you crush your goals, stay positive, keep the vibrations high, and look forward to better days that will be coming. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week.